Hello and welcome to the Plant Powered Life Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about two different types of people that I generally get questions from and sometimes I think the messages that I put out people are kind of thinking well what exactly do you stand for because sometimes I talk about body positive and it's okay to have a tree and then there's other times where I talk about not making excuses and not reaching the goals that you want. So where exactly do I stand on this spectrum? The other thing that we're going to be talking about is the idea of healthy at every size and what I, what my perspective on that is. So we're going to dive right into this topic today. I think you're going to really enjoy this discussion and I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. I know it's a really hot button topic. I would love to know what you think. So let's get into it. So first I'm going to start with this idea of healthy at every size. Can you really be healthy at any size? So when we hear this statement, it gives this feeling of affirmation and comfort that maybe, just maybe, we are okay just as we are. However, this statement can also be a sneaky little devil that keeps you stuck in patterns and behaviors that are harmful and not helpful. So I don't super really subscribe to this idea of healthy at every size. And so we're going to get into this. But the first thing that I want to say unequivocally before we get into this is you are worthy, you are loved, you are beautiful, and you are valuable at every size. You should absolutely love yourself right now in this very moment exactly as you are. It doesn't matter if you are 80 pounds and you've been struggling with anorexia or bulimia or eating disorders or if you are 500 pounds and you are struggling with overeating and binging and other issues. It doesn't matter where you are or what weight you are. You are beautiful. You are lovable. You have unique gifts, perspectives, and talents to share with the world. And your weight has nothing to do with your value. Your weight has nothing to do with your beauty. Your value is intrinsic. It is divinely given and nothing and no one can take that from you. However, the sneaky little lie in all of this is, do you really love and honor yourself when you have habits and behaviors that harm you? And I think that's the biggest question and the most important question here is, if the behaviors that you have on either spectrum, whether this is over-exercising or whether this is eating foods that aren't really technically good for you, are you really loving and honoring yourself when you do these things? Are you really mentally healthy if you are avoiding feeling painful emotions by diving into a pint of ice cream and a package of Oreos? Like, Are you really mentally healthy when you're doing that? So are you really healthy when you find yourself too busy for self-care, too busy to take the time to prepare a healthy meal, and so you live off of fast food? Is that really health? Is that really living? Is that really happiness? Are you really honoring your body or are you just surviving day to day? I can tell you this. When I was a size 16, I was not healthy on any level. So when you say healthy at any size, my 4 foot 11 inch self was not healthy at a size 16. 
I had been on bed rest through a painfully difficult and utterly lonely pregnancy. As I lay in bed surrounded by disgusting, messy house, piles of dishes I couldn't clean, no one called, no one came to help me. I felt abandoned and completely alone. I turned to food and I ate and I ate and I ate and my tiny little four foot 11 inch frame um, just gained a lot of weight doing this. Here I was eating almost an entire box of great grain cereal in the morning, stuffing myself to the point of pain, eating takeout food and gaining nearly seven pounds in one week. Was this healthy? Absolutely not. After the birth of my daughter, walking out of the hospital wearing a size 16, I was not healthy. I was not healthy mentally, and I was not healthy physically. I was 22 years old. I was in the obese category. I had high cholesterol, joint pain, debilitating fatigue, painful digestive issues. This was not health. I felt abandoned and alone through the most difficult thing I'd gone through in my life up to this point, and I used food to fill that lonely void. None of this was healthy. The extra weight I was carrying was a symbol of filling excruciatingly painful emotions in my life. Can you be healthy at every size? No. Unequivocally, no. You cannot. So you should absolutely love yourself no matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what led you to the point where you are right now. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It doesn't matter what size you wear. You should absolutely love yourself. There is not one benefit to hating yourself, self-loathing, anything like that. There's nothing to gain from feeling self-hatred. Nothing ever great has been achieved in this world out of a place of hatred or self-loathing. You are valuable, lovable, and wonderful exactly as you are right now. But we were never meant to stay as we are. Every trial, every struggle, every heartache is meant to push us towards a higher and better self. So I know sometimes it feels like those struggles are going to break you, but that is not what they're meant to do. I want to give you an example. A baby chick cannot survive without the struggle of breaking through that egg on its own. If the egg is broken for the baby chick, it will not be strong enough to survive. And so it is with us. If we do not weather the storms and press forward, we will not become stronger and better. This is not about telling anyone that there is one size that everyone should be. It is not about telling you that there is some goal weight required for you to be lovable or valuable. But there is this little sweet spot for each of us where we are healthy, we are vibrant, we're alive, and we're honoring our body, we love ourselves, and that's what we need to find. So I also want to talk about this, uh, this side of the spectrum of stuffing yourself with junk food is not self-love or self-care. There's this myth out there that eating whatever you want, whenever you want, is somehow some form of self-care, and it's not. Cravings for junk food are not an issue that arises when your body is properly nourished and you are mentally healthy and happy. Cravings for junk food are often a result of calorie restriction or dieting, carbohydrate restriction, using food to buffer painful emotions, or lack of self-care and reliance on convenience foods. That's where cravings come from. First, I want to emphasize that there's nothing wrong with eating an Oreo or a brownie or some kind of treat if you choose to do so. But we love to hear comforting words about our bad habits. But the reality is this is not self-care. 
If you truly love and honor your body, you do not fill it with non-nutritive, unhealthy food-like substances all the time. Someone who truly honors their body eats healthy, whole foods that they like and enjoy. Now, I want to emphasize this. It requires both of these components, not just one. You eat healthy, whole foods to nourish your body, number one. Number two, you eat whole foods you like. That is a big key. You don't force yourself to eat kale because you think it's healthy, even though you don't like it. You don't force yourself to eat anything. If you don't like kale, you don't eat it. There are so many other varieties of fruits and vegetables prepared in endless ways. Find the things you like and eat them. You don't ever have to eat kale a day in your life in order to be healthy. You don't even have to eat salad if you don't like it. It's not about forcing yourself to do things that you don't really enjoy. You can enjoy romaine lettuce, butter lettuce, red leaf, green leaf, iceberg, cabbage, arugula, chard, collard, spinach, spring greens, I don't know, all of them. Or don't eat greens at all. You can eat zucchini, yellow squash, cucumbers, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, romesco, broccolini, green beans, green peas, snow peas, carrots, I don't know, find something. <laughs> you know, there are so many varieties of vegetables and fruits you, you don't need to eat a huge variety of them. You don't need to eat any one specific one. Find some you like. Add them with your meals. Done. It does not need to be difficult. I am so tired of seeing these messages in Facebook groups of people asking how they can make X veggie or whatever veggie or whole fruit taste good because they heard it was healthy and they want to eat it even though they can't stand it. No. This is No. <laughs> Do not force yourself to eat something that you do not like. So then I want to shift this focus. So we're talking going from this overeating on Oreos or junk foods and whatever not being a form of self-care. But then there's this other flip side of things. Being afraid of insignificant things isn't healthy either. And this is why my messages go on both sides of this spectrum. Because I see people having the most absolutely ridiculous diet rules for themselves, struggling, falling off the bandwagon, and obsessing over things, making their lives miserable. And that isn't healthy either. So the avoidance of salt is one of the most ridiculous health fads I've seen lately, aside from avoiding carbohydrates, which is a whole other bag of worms that I don't, I'm not going to open right now. But... Um, this salt is a necessary nutrient that we cannot obtain from food alone. And I know people, I hear them say all the time, just eat some celery and you can get all the sodium you need. Or maybe um, just eat some like seaweed or something they think is salty. But guess what? That doesn't work. You would have to eat 30 stalks of celery a day in order to get the sodium that your body needs. Nobody's going to do that every single day it, you just nobody's going to do that celery is not even that good anyway I'm just going to be real inadequate sodium intake is not healthy it can lead to low blood pressure lightheadedness dizziness fatigue and in athletes and those who work out uh, really heavily it can lead to hyponatremia if you drink a lot of water um, it's, it's just not a safe thing to be doing and even 100 grams of seaweed only provides about half your daily value. So even if you're eating 100 grams of seaweed a day, you're still not meeting your sodium needs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with salt. 
It does not make you a food addict. It's not going to harm you in any way, shape, or form to add some salt to your food. Generally, people do consume excessive amounts of salt in processed foods like potato chips or fast food, but that doesn't mean that salt in itself is bad. The other thing that I want to say is this obsession with sugar. I see people condemning social media influencers for using a little ketchup on their potatoes or using some teriyaki sauce over their veggies and rice. People, this obsession is being taken way too far. Ketchup is just used as a condiment is not going to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. It's just not. There's nothing wrong with a little maple syrup on your oatmeal or a little brown sugar on your oatmeal. There's, it, it isn't going to stall your weight loss. It isn't going to hurt you in any way. There's nothing wrong with eating a cookie or a treat here or there or having a little bit of sugar in a condiment. It, this is an unhealthy obsession with the perfect diet and it is not any more healthy than people who are overeating on Oreos. It just isn't. Every single person has a different idea about what healthy is. One person might think bananas are the holy grail of healthy foods, while another person thinks they're full of sugar and are as bad as eating donuts. So it's time to just step away from this fear and live your life. The healthiest thing that you can do for yourself is to find a healthy balance. There's nothing healthy about just surviving and eating anything you can grab at a convenience store or fast food restaurant. On the flip side, there is nothing healthy about obsessing with every ingredient, every gram of sugar, counting carbs, avoiding salt. You can't even go out to eat with your friends because heaven forbid there be something, quote, unhealthy in your food. Take a breath. It's going to be okay. You absolutely must take the time to honor your body and prepare healthy, nourishing food that you like, though. That's the key, that you like. This is 100% part of self-love. Eating healthy 90% of the time and then letting go of the rest. Letting go is part of self-love and it is part of health. Say your friends invite you to go to lunch. True self-love is when you can go, order something that sounds good to you, but also honors your body as best you can and then you let the rest go. It's not about perfection. It's about happiness. I see people ask all the time, oh my gosh, I'm on this new diet. How do I go out with my friends? They want to go out to this place and I don't know what to do. And people are telling them, eat before you go. Um, Just have water. Um, All kinds of ridiculous things. The reality is this is just an obsession. If you can't go out to a restaurant and find something decent, to just eat and enjoy with your friends while you are hanging out, then your diet's too too strict. It's just not. So what you choose to eat is completely up to you. It's your choice. But a lot of people will ask me, well, how do I know what to choose? Well, let me give you an example. First thing, it needs to be something that would taste good to you, that you would like. Second, it needs to be something that doesn't make you feel like you're deprived by choosing to eat it. So if you have to eat before you go somewhere with your friends, then you might not need to rethink your obsession about being absolute perfection. Um, Does it honor your mind, body, and soul? It may not be the way you would eat at home, and that's okay. You can enjoy it and then let it go. 
So if you typically don't eat oil, for example, and there's a little bit of oil in the food, let it go. If you would typically eat brown rice and the restaurant only had white rice, let it go. You can always ask for your food to be prepared in a way that you prefer, but don't make this a huge obsession or, oh my gosh, I can't eat there because there's salt or there's a little bit of sugar or there's a little bit of something. There is a place of choosing to eat healthy while also not obsessing and making yourself and those around you miserable because your diet rules are so restrictive you can't even enjoy a night out with your friends. And that's where you know you have a good balance. When you eat healthy 90% of the time and you can just let it go the rest of the time. Just, just let those little things go. The last thing that I want to talk about um, before we end today is make a choice and love that choice. This isn't about I'm on a diet bandwagon, I'm off a diet bandwagon, I fell off, I you know, whatever. No, it's not. You always have a choice. Make the choice and love your choice. People will, I see these posts all the time. How can I get my family to eat like me? It's so hard when my family eats junk while I'm eating healthy. Guess what? You have a right to choose just like they have a right to choose. It's not up to you to force anyone else to do something just because you want to. It may be hard to watch them eat in a way that contributes to health problems and it might be hard for you because those foods are tempting to you because you used to eat them, but it's not up to you to change somebody else. It doesn't matter if your family's sitting down to a gallon of ice cream and Oreos for dinner. You can choose not to eat that. If there's a pack of Oreos in the pantry that your spouse, child, or someone else brought into the house, you can choose to eat it or to not eat it. And it's time to take your power back. There's nothing wrong necessarily with eating an Oreo. There's nothing wrong with choosing not to. It depends on your goals. It depends on what you want in your life. If you have a serious health condition you're trying to heal, maybe eating the Oreo right now might not be the best choice, but it's still yours to make. If you choose to eat the Oreo, make that choice consciously. Choose how much you're going to eat. Eat that amount and then let it go. You didn't fall off of anything. You just ate an Oreo. Move on. You will find that as you begin to realize there are no rules, that there are just choices You take your power back. If you are properly nourishing your body, eating when hungry, stopping when satiated, eating enough carbohydrate, rich whole foods, learning to love yourself, food loses its power over you. You just are able to choose. They're all choices. And if you're going to make the choice to have a little bit of the dessert at a birthday party or whatever, make that choice, love that choice, savor that food, and move on. You didn't fall off, you didn't make a mistake, you didn't do anything, you just chose to have a few bites of a brownie and you move on. And that's how you, this is how you develop habits of self-love and self-care. You're never beating yourself up, you're never falling off of anything, you don't have any rules, you know what's healthy, you know what's not, you make those choices, you own those choices and you don't try to control anybody else. You just know that if there are chips in the house, there are Oreos in the house, there's soda pop or whatever, you have the choice to eat them or not and you know what honors you in that moment best and those are the choices that you make. So I hope that this kind of clarifies for you what I'm talking about when I talk about self-love, honoring yourself, 
making choices. Sometimes I talk about some people that I work with need to back off of the exercise. They've been exercising two hours a day, seven days a week for the last five years and their body is completely exhausted and they need a little bit, they need to just rein that in a bit. And then I also have other people that have never exercised a day in their life that have been struggling with, you know, junk food, fast food. You know, they the only vegetable they ever get is the lettuce on their bacon burger or something and they're trying to go plant-based. I would give this person a different advice. Do you see what I'm saying? Because our goals are different, our situations are different, our obsessions and our problems are different. And so there is no one size fits all answer to this. It's just where are you coming from and what are your habits that are not honoring you? What are the habits that are harming you? Is it over exercise or is it under exercise? I do see people in the name of self-love or self-care not really exercising and not really pushing themselves. And there is this place where pushing yourself helps you to grow and to become stronger. And so there are times if I have somebody who wants a certain goal and I say, you know what, you're going to have to challenge your muscles and, and build your muscles. It doesn't mean you beat yourself up during the exercise. It just means it needs to be challenging. And so we really need to find this healthy balance, not hiding behind body positivity and self-acceptance and just saying I'm healthy no matter what size I am. That's not true. You know, and also this other side of things of over-exercising and diet obsession and, you know, I'm so terrified of salt, I would never even eat a thing that had a little grain of salt on it, then this is an unhealthy obsession. There is a happy medium that falls in the center and there is a happy place and weight that your body would naturally fall at when you're just naturally eating and living your life and being healthy and honoring yourself and that's where we want to get to it isn't healthy at every size I think in my opinion I think they're trying to send this message that there is not one size for everyone to be we see these um supermodels that are 510 and a certain weight and to be honest with you most of these women do extremely unhealthy things to get there um to get to where they are and setting that up as an ideal is basically setting the ideal as abusing your body and that's not what we want and but I think we've got this pendulum swung too far on the other way of I can be healthy no matter what weight I am and it's just not true a lot of behaviors that get people to a place where they are quote-unquote overweight is a place that's not where they're loving themselves not where they're taking care of themselves not where they have healthy habits in place a lot of these people are just surviving day to day and that isn't health it's not mentally healthy it's not physically healthy um, when you're carrying around a lot of extra weight it's it's the stress on your body it's a stress on your liver it's a stress on your organs it's a stress on your heart it isn't healthy and so I really want to get that message out there of, yes, you should love yourself and we should not be judging people and calling people fat and calling people skinny fat and all of these things that we say. They're, they're completely inappropriate, but at the same time, you should always be challenging yourself, wanting to better yourself out of a place of self-love, not out of a place of self-loathing or thinking that your value is going to change because you lost weight or your value is going to change 
because you now exercise or whatever that might be because your value is there no matter what and that's what I want to leave you with today is that you have value every day all the time no matter what size you are what choices you make that you are valuable that you are lovable that you you are unique and special and have gifts that are unique to you that the world needs and I want you to find that place of loving these talents and this uniqueness that you have, but also being able to honor your body through what you're eating and the activity and the things that you're choosing to do. So hopefully that kind of gave you a perspective on where this body acceptance and self-love and self-care kind of falls in this whole spectrum of all these loud voices that the world is yelling at us from every side. And please, I would love to hear your comments um, or direct message me if you have more questions. I work with women all the time who are struggling on both ends of the spectrum, whether it's women that have um, exercise addictions and under eating and have been in a place of restriction for years and years, and also women who are struggling with self-care and struggling with um, just eating whatever's available, whatever's fast and just surviving day to day and not really exercising. I pull both of those sides in and help you find a balance so that you can reach the goals that you want from a place of self-love instead of these self-sabotaging behaviors. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and I really appreciate you joining me and I will see you next time.